I'm Missy. I'm Amina. And, and we, we are here for, for the, donuts. the Donuts. So many different flavors. Strawberry fields a dream. Delicious Boston cream. Sometimes I'm white for wasted. But I can't seem to quit. These donuts got me lit. I'm covered in glaze. In a haze powdered face. Sprinkles in my double chin. But donuts equal life. So they can't be wrong And that's the reason why They get their own song Y'all like how we hit some vocals right then, though. Y'all didn't even know. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know about that. That's right. We can hit a vocal sometimes, we too. We can. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're back, popping up. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Listeners, I want to thank you all for your feedback about our last episode And in particular, your feedback about our new delineation as a pop-up podcast. I feel like that soothed our listeners, Mm -hmm. knowing that just because time goes by doesn't mean we've disappeared. Means we're just going to pop back up Mm -hmm. when when we want to. We want to. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And we hope that you enjoy when we pop back up. You know, we pop back up sometimes, and I like it. So today... Missy has a story to tell for this episode that is inspiring our general topic of culture shock. But I have not heard the story, (laughs) y'all. I know there are fireworks involved, and that's all. So I um, can't wait and am also scared (laughs) a little bit. So let's start out with our donuts. We went to a new donut place this time, went to Ray's Donuts on Candler. Uh-huh, and Decatur. Decatur, where it's greater. Mm-hmm. And what donuts did you have today? I had the strawberry fruit loop. It was delicious. Well, you know, the strawberry ice donut is always my favorite. Oh. Always. That's strawberry. right. Mm-hmm. So I had one with fruit loops on it and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I also had the apple filled bear claw. Oh, wait, I don't think I knew that that was filled, mm-hmm. a filled bear yes, claw. Wow. it was filled with like okay. apple pie. So it's like a hand pie, but it looked like a little bear paw. Oh, it was pretty cute. It was really cute, actually, when was I was good looking with at coffee. it. I had no idea it was filled with something. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I had. Okay. I also had the Fruit Loop strawberry, and I also had a Fruity Pebbles vanilla donut, and... I didn't enjoy that one as much as I enjoyed the Fruit Loops with the strawberry icing donut. But I now have surmised that that's because uh, Fruity Pebbles is a inferior cereal. It is. I don't like it. <laughs> I do not eat Fruity Pebbles. It's not. I don't eat it. It's not a good cereal. I think th- as soon as I had the Fruit Loops, it was like the donut itself was great, mm-hmm. but the Fruit Loops really added, mm-hmm. and the Fruity Pebbles just—I don't know. I think I think the Fruity Pebbles are like trying to be something between tricks and a Frosted Flake, and I just—I don't know. It's just not. It doesn't work. No, so no jams there for me. I did have a lemon fill, which I thought I thought was all right, but I think my favorite of the three that I had was. The Fruit Loops with the mm-hmm. strawberry. Yeah. The vanilla Fruit Loops was pretty good, too, though. I also tried that one, and I thought so, too, which which is really what led me to believe it is also the Fruit Loops being just way superior. Yeah. 
to those fruity pebbles. It is. You can make jewelry out of it when you're in kindergarten. You know what? I think you, you can do a lot with Fruit up. Loops. Wow. You can't do so anything much. with fruity pebbles. No. I'm going to tell you what. Fruit Loops are strong enough to stand without milk. Yes. Like as a snack, mm-hmm. I have eaten them in a bowl without mm-hmm. milk. And you can't say that for every cereal. Mm-mm. So shout out to that. Yeah. So that's what we did with Raised Donuts. Shout out to them. We definitely want to try out some new spots. So if you've been a listener for a while and you know of a spot and we haven't been there, let us know. Tell us on Instagram. Usually what we hear is, oh, you know, there's that place in New- North Druid Hills. I can't remember what it's called. Don't do that. We need to know. <laughs> like the Tell actual name. Tell us the name, name of the place. <laughs> or tag them so that yeah. we can go there. Because yeah. we still have, I mean, we've been to quite a few places in Atlanta, but we still have a lot to go. Like mm-hmm. I think there's one uh, one or two in Marietta. There was another one I found that's between where we live hmm. That I, that in addition to Ray's. Maybe I think, that's that North Druid Hills one. <laughs> right. Somebody was just telling me about. I was like, huh? And then Matt said there's one in Tucker. There's like a donut place in Tucker, but I can't think of the name of it now. So... Do these investigations. Mm-hmm. And you never know, Missy and I might be on the road sometimes too. So if you mm-hmm. don't live in Atlanta, yep. tell us about that. Please you know, tell us. We're yeah. looking for people to fund our flights. Okay, <laughs> so let's start out with some confessions. Um, do you have some confessions? I quit wearing underwear. What? What? Yep. What's happening? Like, I feel like I have a lot of, like, logistical questions about Well, this. I have less laundry now. Uh, That's what's happening. Okay. Less laundry. Okay. And so it all started with I had a couple dresses, and mm. there was no way to get around the panty line, like mm. on my hips mm-hmm. and my stomach. And mm-hmm. they weren't tight. It was just that they're like these organic cotton fabric kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it just, like, there was no way to get around it. So I was like, well, I guess I won't wear underwear today. And then I kind of liked it. Wow. Have you tried this with jeans? No. Mm -mm. Okay. But in in other, like, cottony-type fabric situations. Mm -hmm. Leggings. No no draws. Okay. I celebrate that. Mm -hmm. I celebrate that. Because I I feel like I like to have the feel of a support situation. And Mm -hmm. the leggings provide that. Yeah. Whether you're wearing the underwear or not. But mm-hmm. so far, and you're doing this in the summer. Yeah. Which I feel like, you know, if there's like an SB award for women, mm-hmm. you know, just for your womanhood, like yep. that's that's a bravery. Mm-hmm. That's a bravery award right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It um, is going really good. I think, well, for one thing, I know it's really good for your vaginal health mm. to not wear underwear. Mm. And I've known that for a long time because mm-hmm. my midwife used to say to me, anytime I had an issue, like maybe a yeast infection or something was popping up, she'd be like, stop wearing underwear. And I'd be like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> Come on, not that kind. Oh. So, yeah, if I was wearing jeans, I would... I would wear underwear with that because that seems like it could get a little chafy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't really wear jeans. A lot anyway. Mm-mm. No, it's wow. all dresses, skirts, loose shorts. Because Old Navy has all these linen shorts and linen pants right now and it is just like... The jam. hmm Wow. Yeah. So I feel like body temperature is lower, mm. less laundry, no wedgies ever. Wow. That is a real jam. Right yeah. there. 
I mean, you know, literally is like the opposite of a jam. Yeah, but, you yeah, know. it is. I have unjammed. <laughs> if you have unjammed yourself, <laughs> I, I, I celebrate this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be worried about the amount of sweating that I do mm-hmm. in the thigh triangle. Mm-hmm. I bought some. Um, they were organic. Uh, cleansing towelettes. I'm trying oh, to think of what they were towelette. called. I can't remember what brand they were, but it was like I was in. Um, I keep injuring myself. I think it's my age, <laughs> so I keep finding myself no. in like CVS or Rite Aid in various aisles looking for <laughs> braces and things to help myself. So anyway, I was in there for something like that. Yeah, I don't know why there were vaginal wipes. I didn't injure my vagina. Okay, okay, because I was like, is but this a different episode? I passed than I by. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> passed by these wipes. I was like, let me try those. So you know, like that's handy in the summertime. Plus, they have them in like their travel. So you oh, can so tuck you can, them like, in your bag with you, mm-hmm. and if you're just somewhere where you're just feeling. But you I'm know, telling you, you sweat less. Because you sweat less because you don't have all no that elastic, underwear. and then most underwear has like nylon or something in it. You know, where it's not just like cotton light. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I might have to see the about sweat this. has not been an issue. Wow. All summer. That that confessions. confessions. That is a, mm, you did that. My confession is that I have gotten hooked on watching Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> and I I don't know what I don't know what it says about me or whatever, but I got a summer head cold, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. And that meant that in order to heal so I could work, I just I had to just have some time of like, you just can't do anything but like rest and hydrate and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't get laryngitis. At which time I have started watching these couples that are like falling in love with people from other countries. And it is like um, it's like an international real housewives, but couples. And I've already made it through season six. <laughs> In two weeks, I've made that's it through season six. So, <clears throat> so that's my that's my confession, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> you know what else you get for that? Cupcake award. Cupcake award. Cupcake award. Six seasons in two weeks. Cupcake award. Wow! In two weeks, I thank you. Thank that's you. Pretty good. Um, I would like to, you know, thank uh, my mom. You know, just for making me and everything. Uh, my dad, too. Um, I'd also like to thank Chantel and Pedro um, <laughs> from one of the seasons. I really enjoyed watching them. Um, I'd like to thank Danielle um, for crying. And um, <laughs> was it like an ugly cry? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a very consistent ugly cry and it. And it doesn't like tune up slowly. So she cried more than one time. Oh, ugly? yeah. She cries repeatedly. And it's like it starts off like you're in a normal conversation and then she like descends to weeping. But it's like three seconds. Like normally, like, you know, you feel a cry coming on. You feel it like in your throat Mm -hmm. and your voice is crackling at first. And then you have like a little tear like she doesn't have that part. She's Mm -hmm. like zero to ugly cry. She is the Tesla of crying. Yes. Yes, that's Danielle. So I want to want to thank Danielle. She's probably expensive, too. As I accept my cupcake award. And discontinued. Mm -hmm. Yep. So here we are. (laughs) So get into this story of this 
culture shock and experience that mm-hmm. you had that has inspired this episode. And I am listening along with you all listeners because Missy was like, I withhold this story yep. until we record. So all of my expressions are truly genuine because I know nothing. I'm I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so Brent and I, Brent's my husband. We were at a 50th wedding anniversary shindig in Decatur. It was very Decatur-ish mm-hmm. and fancy. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Brickstore Pub and had a great dinner. And then I got to ride one of those scooters. You know, the electric scooters you can rent? Oh, yes. Those go very fast. Whoa. I mean, I went up to like 13 miles per hour. I thought I was going to fall off. Oh, my god! I gosh. just did it for fun. Okay. Definitely after sampling three beers. It definitely makes you click a thing that's like, I have not had alcohol. <sighs> Check. <laughs> have not had alcohol. Mm-hmm. Am renting this thing to go 0.3 miles. So anyway, that was fun. So we were having like a, what would be like a normal for us experience mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We're doing Atlanta things. We're that's having right. fun. Mm-hmm. And then we were on our way home. We're in this new phase of life where our kids babysit each other. Wow, the freedom. Yeah, so like when we say we'll be back at six, we don't have to. Because where are they going? Nowhere. That just means they can watch more of whatever ungodly thing they're watching on YouTube or whatever. They don't care. So we were driving home, and there's one of those big store. It's like a storefront, and like they're always in those like abandoned areas you know that we pass by and it just says fireworks really big and brent says hey what if we go in there and get some fireworks now normally we get we have gotten fireworks from like a normal store that we were in like walmart or something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um that's the extent of our you know we get sparklers right Mm -hmm. (sighs) so (laughs) we park We go into the big store that says fireworks. Okay. And it was like a big warehouse room, floor to ceiling, wall to wall, fireworks. Wow. So we're like walking around trying to orient ourselves. I mean, it was like we had gone into a grocery store of like nothing was in English is what it felt like. Like you're like, I know this is food, but I, I don't know exactly what, what this at. is okay so like mm-hmm. we know they're fireworks but it it was just like shocking that there were thousands and thousands and thousands whoa. of options whoa and then i start to zero in on what is going on on these boxes around the room and it would be like a picture of a like a illustration of a girl in daisy dukes huh and that's called daisy dukes what yes like that's the name of that's the yes. brand or that's yeah. the name of the firework that's the name itself. of those fireworks wow what what do they come out shaped like a cheek i mean what is i don't know okay. how i had a lot of i walked away with a lot of questions okay okay like there was one that was like mother-in-law and one that was like Big mom, big mama, huh? and big mama too. Wait, and then there were like some that had like Confederate flags on them. Well, there, Whoa. and it was like Whoa. called Dixie. Nope. And I'm like, what is happening? You know, like it was just like 
And there were so many of them. It was just like one after another after another. And it was just this, like, it just was continuously dawning on me, like, this is a thing. Wow. Like, this store is here all year round. <laughs> then this man comes up and helps us. And I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of him. Okay. Because he was very nice. Okay. But I did not know that anybody could take fireworks as seriously as this guy. Wow. So then he points out to us, there's these big screen TVs and like a scanner thing hanging next to it. And you can take the scanner thing and scan the box and it shows you what it looks like when it goes off. Wow. The technology. Yes. It was impressive for fireworks. What you say, girl? What you say? Wow. Yeah. I was not expecting that. And so he is like straight face. Very serious. And I'm surrounded by, like, boxes with booties on them and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> we're going to try to come talk to me professionally. And this box has a has an illustration of a dog pooping. Wait like, a yes. minute. So he he's like, you know, now this one over here, this one's one of our best ones. You know, and he scans it, and we're watching it. You know, and you do that, like, two or three times, and you're like, you know, fireworks are fireworks like they look to me pretty because i was like i was like okay this daisy dukes one is it like a it's like a booty and then there were no booties but they're really just kind of they're just similar yeah but there's names for all the stuff they do so like and now i'm like you know i'm trying to like be polite because he keeps like showing us and he's very serious about like he's really trying to help us find the perfect fireworks so he scans this one, and so I'm like, yeah, I like it when it, like, explodes like that, and then it explodes again. <laughs> and the ones that look like gold sparkles. <laughs> I, I like a metallic vibe to my fireworks. Yeah, like, I'm trying to, like, and then he's like, oh, yeah, those are real nice. That's a, you know, and then he would tell me, like, the appropriate name for it. And then I, and then you reach that point where you're like, I need to stop engaging so that this will stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as serious about it no, as no. you Mm-mm. are, guy. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, you know, we're just, like, putting, setting these off in our cul-de-sac with the kids. So he takes us down to this smaller aisle. So there... There, they have the true oddities. Oh, not which the we oddities. did purchase some wow. because we were curious, and they were two dollars and eighty-four cents. Okay, I mean, we got a lot of oddities. It's a low risk. There was one that after you light it, it leaves um, at the ashes in the shape of a dog turd. I was not, and it's called like poopy puppy. Never in my life. life? Yeah. Then they had some that you, it was a chicken. So it was like a cardboard cut out of a chicken on Mm -hmm. both sides. So it sat in the road and it had a fuse out of its mouth and its beak. You lit that and it blew up a balloon out of its butt in the shape of an egg. Huh? Oh, I can't not even. I can't. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. And while all this is going on, 
I'm beginning to understand that all the people that work in the store are related to each other. Okay. So there's like mom and little boy and dad are having dinner, which is like ginormous, uh, like QT, 32-ounce mm-hmm. mm-hmm. cola mm-hmm. and some fried chicken, you know, type thing. And I'm just like, wow, this is like, this is a different culture here. Yep. This mm-hmm. is... Like Not, you was in Decatur, yeah. And you is still like in the Atlanta metro, but you're yeah, like, I have entered a whole different. But now this is happening inside this building. Yeah, this is a whole different thing. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. I mean, it was like it was a lot to take in, and just like the amount of money that people spend on fight, I had no idea. Wow. When you see like your neighbors have like enough that you can see it in the sky. They probably spent like two grand. Oh, dear. Because we bought one box that was called uh, Stressed Out. I picked it out. <laughs> I was like, I'll get that one. It's $29. It did like five big explosions up in the sky. That was it. Wow. And it was like $29. Oh, my God. So then um, they also have uh, these plastic alien heads. And I found out this called a fountain. I, I was like, oh, look, it sprays out the top of the head. And he was like, that's called a fountain. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we got that. The kids okay. thought that was cool. And then there was like a frog prince and a frog princess. They look like bath bombs, but you light them on fire. Okay. And then they like spun around in the street and shot stuff out, out of them. Wow. And here's, here's, um, so, okay, so we get to check out. Okay. And the lady's like, do y'all want to join the VIP? And my husband was like, he, he generally has this look on his face, like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, his, he's just constant RBF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't feel that way about me now, mm-hmm. but he looks at me like that. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no. And so then I glance over and I see there is this um, table of T-shirts. Oh, Lord. And it's, it was like, it was like a, you know, like you're in Africa and you see this like really cool statue and you're like, I'm never in my life going to have the opportunity to buy this again. That's how I felt about the T-shirt. Wow. I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to have the opportunity where else would you be to obtain a t-shirt like this which Mm. i'm wearing today wow and it says party like a patriot y'all i just i don't know do you think that actually is john adams illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore john adams i want y'all to know i believe this is a picture of john adams but he has on these Kanye West, <laughs> the Kanye West shades that had like the lines down the middle instead of having like lens uh-huh. Uh-huh. in them. Yeah, okay. like blinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So was it just that design or were there other this designs was the best there one. also? There like, were other ones, but this was the best one. Wow. Yeah. This and then was by it far. advertises the company on the back. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, babe, I got to have this shirt because I have problems with respecting authority figures. 
I don't feel particularly patriotic, but I am willing to blow some shit up on 4th of July. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to think about a way to celebrate America, let's blow some stuff up. Yeah. You know, that's where I'm at. Like blowing up so is consistent I was like, with our ethic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I will have that shirt and I will wear it on 4th of July only. Only. <laughs> well, except for today because... You needed for needed, the story. To, yeah. Yes. So Accurate. I would not have been able to gather this from a description. So I... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm over there and she was like, well, if you join the Pyro VIP club, you get the shirt free. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Not the Pyro VIP. Pyro VIP club. I die. So I was like, Brent, sign up. I want the shirt. And he was like, I'm not doing it. You can do it. <laughs> So he gave him my info. Oh, and I great. got, when I tell you I have a card to carry in my wallet and wow. also one that goes on my keychain. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like you I'm joined a gym, but it's a warehouse of fireworks yeah. that you joined. And then this little boy comes scurrying around the corner and he's got this big, it's probably like three feet long box of just like stuff. You know, like in Walmart when they prepackaged the Easter baskets? Mm-hmm. It was like that, but it was all fireworks. Okay. And he was like, you can get this for your kids. And I looked at him and I said, are you suggesting I give my kids things to light on fire? And he was like, yes. He was very nervous about talking to me. He was so sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then his dad comes over, the real serious guy. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, ma'am, they don't light these on fire. They pull a string and it makes like a pop. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that sounds like fun. And he said, he's trying to give y'all a blessing. (gasps) A blessing? I said, are you trying to give these to me for free? And he was like, the little boy was like, yes, ma'am. And I was like, well, thank you. (laughs) The kids did have a good time with them. It was dark, so I couldn't tell what they were doing, but there was a lot of popping. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then what happened was we went to to the pool, Mm -hmm. our neighborhood pool, which is has also been a cultured experience okay. for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And um, some people found out that we were doing fireworks. And I tried to tell them, like, they're not real. We got, like, it turns into dog poop and stuff, you know. Um, so they followed us over. And so it turned out that, like, we had, like, a pretty big crowd for Ooh, fireworks. Wow. <laughs> like, you might, this, this might not be your last time mm-hmm. going up in that store mm-hmm. because it's likely that... First of all, there are a couple of firework holidays in America. Mm-hmm. And second of all, the people might be like, so y'all are doing that? Again? Apparently we are. Yeah. And then you're going to have to go back in there and you're going to have to get the Daisy Dukes and, yeah. uh, you know, Mamma. You don't have to get those. <laughs> Mamma's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. It was stuff like that. Wow. I just. Mm. I had. No idea. And then piggybacking on that. Okay. So by our house is a um a lake. Mm-hmm. And it's a like a it's not a gated community, but it is like its own little if you live on the lake, you're part of the club. Mm-hmm. But they're very nice. And so every year they do a big fireworks display. And you can pay five dollars and come in and it's kind of bougie, like you're having your own private fireworks show is what it feels like. And mm-hmm. you only paid $5. You just bring your own chair. We got to sit in the front row. And um, I mean, they were doing like the big, all of them were like the $99 boxes. And it went on and on and on and on and on. Wow. But it was these two uh, 
fellas mm-hmm. out there that are living a reality that I have never considered before. Mm. At one point, something caught on fire, and I believe I saw someone dump a beer on it. Um, Is that regulation to do when a it's not what, is that what i gonna, would do is that gonna make the fire it didn't it, di- it did go out oh so mm-hmm. beer works differently than other i guess alcohols. wow i and at mm. one point they were running to the lake okay to put out another fire wow but that was just it it was just a couple hiccups and then i think something went sideways and shot out instead of up it shot out Ooh. <laughs> i'm like where'd that go and they kind of ran <laughs> And they were the kind of boys that was like, oh, if they're running from that, that must be painful. <laughs> we should all, <laughs> if they're running, we should definitely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So it's been, it was an interesting 4th of July for I, me. I look forward to a report back of a second trip to this place because <laughs> I feel like now y'all might be the family mm-hmm. that is we going to... Are venture into this place and bring back these items. So I I look forward to this continued relationship (laughs) and to finding out more of what's up in there. Like I had no idea. First of all, every time I see those fireworks places, I'm always like, there are this many people. There are this many people buying fireworks that places like this are this large and stay Mm -hmm. open all year. And there's that many kinds. And and there's that many kinds. And just the number of different sparklers. Mm. There were like neon sparklers and this kind of sparkler and short sparklers and long sparklers, extra long sparklers. Then there's sparklers called punks and they burn really slow and that's what you use to light the fireworks with. Wow. No idea. No, at all. No concept at Mm -hmm. all. I mean, it does make more sense how they stay in business because I would imagine that's where the professional people that do like Centennial Park and Lennox, Mm -hmm. like they probably have to go to a place like that. But then to your point, they're spending thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. making the big show that you play the music or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to get like 15 or 30 minutes, that's like a lot. It's a lot. Not to mention all the people who are just, you know, like, we're going to make our own mm-hmm. thing. You know, like, what is going to become the Burgess Firework right. Show? You basically have worked yourself <laughs> into a Burgess Firework Show. I'm okay with it. I welcome the opportunity to go back in there. I feel like I had a weird experience in their bathroom, but I'm not recalling all the details right now, too. Okay. So that, that was another thing that I, I need to go back and figure out. It was weird. It was weird. I want to say that your house <laughs> might have been my first experience with fireworks that were not done by a professional. Mm-hmm. Where you're like not going to like a show. Mm-hmm. Matt, it couldn't have been Matt and I were dating. We must have been in our first year being married. We came to see y'all when you lived in Alabama. Yeah, and like Brent went out and like did the fireworks mm-hmm. with the kids, and there was a little trepidation about. <laughs> <laughs> how this was going to be. Should we be doing this? The kids being so little. uh But I think maybe Titus had just been born, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I think you were just like, you know what? Everybody going to be alive. I'm tired. (laughs) I just had a baby. So whatever. I'm sure y'all going to be okay. But is y'all going to be? I bet y'all going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It definitely felt like that because some of the people that came over, like, I don't really know you. Right. You know, like, and you're like trying to light stuff on fire out here. 
Right. And we're like hoping that goes okay. But yeah. we are also new to these fireworks that yes. we just found out have all these different types and right. different little things they're going to be doing. <laughs> and I don't know you lighting that thing that I don't know much about. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. This is fascinating. Yeah. This was fascinating. And, and I am intrigued to feel that there's going to be more conversation to be had about this and like other things y'all might decide to try mm-hmm. or might splurge one time mm-hmm. on one of these other ones that I'm like, hmm, I want to know about that, but I would be too scared. You know, I would have been like inside your house looking through the window at y'all. Yeah. I would have been too scared. But you had a good crowd out there. You know, are, do you know about Nextdoor? Yes, the app. Yes. So somebody got on Nextdoor. That night, not one of my neighbors, but, you know, like a neighborhood near me and was like, it's 1030. Y'all are still out there putting on the fireworks. And I got one dog in a thunder suit and another dog under my seat. But y'all don't care. Oh, dear. I wanted to write her back and be like, no, we don't. (laughs) I have a dog. I put her in the basement. She's fine. It's tough love. There's always someone in the neighborhood that just can't, like they can't get with it about mm-hmm. how this is going to go. It's like, you know, it's the fourth. Yeah. You, Every first year. of all, it's going to be some people starting on the third and the yep. second, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be some people earlier in the day. They'd even wait till it was night doing their fireworks. Plus like people are going to start at night. I'm like, if you feel this type of way, don't be at your house. Go, go elsewhere. I also found out that it's a whole thing where like, you set some fireworks off and somebody nearby set some fireworks off. Oh. Because that happened and somebody informed me of that. And I was like, well, we don't have any more big fireworks. So we're not we're not answering them. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, no. So You're then you got to be prepared for like a dance off, but it's fireworks. Wow. It's like bring it on. Mm-hmm. But fireworks. Mm-hmm. Merca edition. You been served. But fireworks. Mm-hmm. Wow. I also did not grow up with the tradition that you shoot guns um, on holidays that require fireworks. And before I was married to my dear husband, I was dating this other man. And we went to somebody's rooftop. I think he had some friends that stayed in this condo like midtown or downtown somewhere where like from their place you could see like Lenox and Centennial Park. And so we're up there, like, everything's beautiful. And then you're like, oh, oh, some more fireworks. But then, like, you're not seeing the fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then it gets closer and you Mm -hmm. realize, like, that is an automatic weapon. Mm. That someone is just shooting Actual bullets. Yeah. And you're up. Yeah. So we, like, ran down. Like, something bad was about to happen. And I learned later that that's like a thing that people do, that they shoot guns up in the air. Like I hear it in our neighborhood now all the time on firework holidays. I hear the fireworks and I also hear the gun and know that I am going to be alive and okay. But hearing gunshots on a roof, we hit that flight of stairs so hard. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, that was a new thing for me. I should ask him what that's called. In the fireworks store. <laughs> Y'all got them ones that sound like gunshots. <laughs> Next time I go, I'm going to talk like that the whole time. And see how that works out. I'm like, also like, people. I'm curious about like, okay, with like, 
DeKalb Farmer's Market, which is one of our bigger, it's called a farmer's market, which I think is fascinating, but it's not a traditional farmer's market in the sense that you're walking up to a table Mm -hmm, where you're going to like talk to the farmer. But anyway, those of you that are not from Atlanta, there's like your DeKalb Farmer's Market. (laughs) Which is still legit, even though it's not like a actual farmer's market. Yeah. It's a jam. So like, you know how when it's a holiday that requires food, how like it gets crazy over there. Mm-hmm. Like like probably that third day before the thing, before the holiday. It's like crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I want to know about what this firework place is like leading up to mm-hmm. a firework yeah. holiday, like mm-hmm. the fourth or I feel like New Year's is that sometimes for people. Some there's a little Memorial Day sometimes mm-hmm. that people are doing a firework to honor the veterans I think or just because mm-hmm. they think it's fun because it's a holiday we don't know anyway I'm curious as to like what it's like when it's hectic in there and like who like what's the people watch when yeah. a bunch of other customers are mm-hmm. up in there and what what are they like I don't know because we were there the Sunday evening before 4th of July and it was like we were the only people in there well see you were still there on a Sunday I feel mm-hmm. like you gotta be probably like that day Monday before. Tuesday yeah mm-hmm. you gotta be in that one to three days that could be some good just sitting outside that'd be some good people watching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would I would be very curious mm-hmm. about like who are all the people going in there and is that where the professionals are also getting their mm-hmm. fireworks or do they have a different place? I have all these fascinations now. You could do a whole themed show. Like you could you could do a whole themed show just based on like, like they had like a whole bunch of them that were like zombie. They had a lot of military wow. themed stuff. They had the, um, I don't have a word for it, the Dixie nope. no. stuff. They had fa- family member plays on family member names. Wow. Uh, stuff like that. You could do a whole, like, you could do a whole theme. Oh, man. I Please report back on any future trips you have to this. I think this. I will do a theme next year. Now that I know. <laughs> I can be organized about this. <laughs> Farm animals. Uh, oh, please. And I guess this brings to bear also, like, Like, it made me try to think about what are other moments I walked into a scenario where I was like, oh, I don't know nothing about this. And there's like a whole, like, code of ethics Mm -hmm. in here. It's like a whole thing, you know, products or whatever. So something Mm -hmm. that I've walked in and realized, like, I don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. here. I know nothing about this. I'm completely ignorant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think of a moment where I felt like that similar to this warehouse moment. I mean, we've had a couple of times where like, there's like, we've had a couple of times where we were like from a distance in our neighborhood. There's a couple of times a year where there's like this huge gathering of people who have different types of cars. And I can tell it's like old Atlanta gathering. Mm. It's not like, it's not like gentrified Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's like old Atlanta. This is something that's been happening. And I'm looking from afar and want to be like, what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. this? Because mm-hmm. I like looked all over social media and everything. And I found like a few videos, but I couldn't figure out like, mm-hmm. so like it's like a big conference or some big concert or something. It's like a thing that's been happening in the community. But I don't know what it is. Right. And I kind of wanted to know. But then I was like, well, it seems like this belongs to them. Right. <laughs> so I wasn't I was invited. Like, yeah. yeah. So then mm-hmm. I was like, well. Maybe can't go to that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the other thought that's coming to my mind is not a is not a culture that I had never been in, 
but a culture that I had not been in in a long time and Mm re-entered and had to like get my head together. So, you know, I grew up in a Pentecostal church and I went back to my home church for people who grew up in faith context where they called their, (laughs) where they called that church their Uh home church, uh right? So I went back like, like as an adult, had Matt with me for a women's conference that my home church was doing. And the schedule said, I think the last session was called Oil and Wine. Hmm. Okay, now, for those of you that did not grow up <laughs> in a Pentecostal faith context, there is, there is no drinking. You know, there's no drinking, there's no smoking, there's no goes to the club, there's no cursing. Like, that's not a thing that you do. But since I left church... I have gone to some other places where you go to the conference and you drink wine mm-hmm. or drink beer yeah. afterwards. And it's like usual and normal, you know, in different traditions. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look at us having some oil <laughs> and wine. So my mind is like, oh, maybe it's going to be some wine and jazz and focaccia. And like essential oils. Well, you know... <laughs> That probably should have been more what I thought. I was thinking olive oil with the uh-huh. herbs. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> that you dip the bread in. I was uh-huh. like, maybe we're going to have like a little Italian mm, I lunch. I love that. You know, I was like, oh, this is going to be a vibe. So I get into the session and quickly discover that it's a deliverance service. Whoop. <laughs> Which is vastly different yep. from a wine and jazz <laughs> mingle, to be clear. <laughs> And I had like 20 minutes where I had to like get my head together Mm -hmm. because first of all, I haven't been in a deliverance service in a really, really long time. Yeah. So there's like some ethics to how you need to act when you are in the deliverance service. Right. So first of all, you need to remain busy in some way. And you don't laugh. You do not laugh. Do not laugh. Unless it's that weird era of time that for some reason people thought that laughter was like the joy of the spirit. That was a very short and very strange Uh time. Okay. You do not laugh. You need to get, you need to look busy. Uh Because if you don't look involved in some way. You're going to get delivered. Yes. Yes. Your lack of involvement is going to be construed as then you must be in need Mm -hmm. of some deliverance. So I was like, I got to look busy right now. And busy could mean like you gonna um, maybe be more contemplative, like Mm -hmm. get in a, get Mm -hmm. in like a, well, other people would view as a prayer pose uh-huh. that would make them be like, oh, that person's praying. Okay, you could get in that. Or you could shuffle your feet and clap your hands. Yes, that is that is a busy. Yes, that is an important, yep, yes. yep. That's an important yep. busy that you mm-hmm. could do. Um, you could pray with someone else. Mm-hmm. I try to avoid this for the most part because that's a wild card. If you don't know the person well, they might try sure. to deliver you yeah. as well. And then now you're like, <laughs> like I wasn't trying mm-hmm. to go for that. I found that I ran out of stamina pretty quick, though, because it was a deliverance service. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they last. You're going to be hungry when you go home. For And there was no focaccia. There right. was no food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at any place. There were tables that looked like we were going to eat food. And then there was no food there. So I stayed busy as long as I could stay busy. And I think I got up and went to the bathroom a while. I was just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, when I used to be here. You could have just gotten slain in the spirit and laid on the floor. That's true. I could have done that and like taken a nap. That would have been another way to remain busy. But then I was like, I don't even know if I could be slain now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening, like, what is this? Okay. <laughs> this is going to sound strange to <laughs> Okay. Just get on YouTube and, and search for Benny Hinn. Oh, and that'll tell you what B-E-N-N-Y-H-I-N-N. slain in the spirit is. H-I-N-N. And definitely watch the parody ones. Oh, there are parodies. There's parodies. Benny Hinn. Yeah, you got to watch them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a moment. I don't know if that's like a culture reshock where like mm-hmm. you haven't been in a place and then you like re-enter that and you're like, oh. You're I still doing that. Ooh. Wow. I need to get... Let me try to remember Mm -hmm. what to do that's not going to make anyone else in here freaked out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was like the one thing that came to my mind that I was like, oh, yeah, I have had that moment where I reentered a space and was like, oh, no, this has been like 10 years ago, 15 Uh years ago. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. What other moments have you had that you can think of where you were like, oh, I have entered this thing and like. I just, I didn't grow up like this or eating this food. Even, okay, I'll give you one more example. People in the Midwest, my dad living in Nebraska and them eating spaghetti and fried fish. Together? Together. And my Southern brain being like, where is the hush puppies at? I thought, no, I'm not here for that. here for that. (laughs) Unacceptable. No. I'm not doing it. Nope. I was like, where are Like, you might as well dump some maple syrup on top of it. A fry? A French fry. Like, so, a cornbread, a collard green, so many things. But that's That's not not the thing. That's Mm -mm. a Midwest thing. I mean, what other moments have you had like this? Well, I put myself in situations to be exposed to things on purpose word frequently same Same. and i feel like i enter the but it's a little bit better when you're expecting it right you know choosing yeah yeah, you're choosing it you know like i'm going in here i don't really know what's about to happen but i'm open to experiencing this thing Mm -hmm. so like there is jeju the Korean spa. I still haven't been. Yeah, I need to go, go so we can have a whole episode about yeah. that. Okay. Um, and so I went by myself for the first time. With And there's not, like, you can't go online and get an, really a good feel for no, what's about to happen. No, it's true. So, like, you get there and they take your money. They take $25 and your driver's license. Mm-hmm. And then they um, give you a bracelet that has a little number on it and a key. And then they just point to a door. And you're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you got to kind of like figure out what, what, okay, so this key and this number corresponds to this little box. It's very tiny. What do I put in it? My purse doesn't fit. My clothes don't fit. And I'm standing right next to the door. Surely I don't get undressed here. Finally figured out my shoes went in there. Oh. Then you go into the locker room and there's your real locker where your clothes go because it's a naked spot. Mm-hmm. Like you stay naked mm-hmm. inside the locker room the whole time. So, you know, like, I feel like I I put myself in those types of situations and I go in, like, kind of quiet and observant and let me see what's about to happen here mm-hmm. and what they're doing over there and pay, pay attention to how people are acting and then try to, like, you know, win in Rome. Right, 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 <laughs> right. 
So, and, and I enjoy it. I enjoy Same. going places, trying new food. I love it. I do it I, on purpose. I was thinking, because I feel like I'm the same way. That's a part of what like inspires me, like just getting to learn new things or learn from people that may come from totally different like cultural mm-hmm. context than I do, right? But would you say, because we both share that as children, we moved around mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Would you say that that played a role in like your willingness or your willingness to do that, to like put yourself in a situation where you're going into a different context than mm-hmm. what might be usual to you and to want to do it, that like you thrive on it. Like it would kind of make you feel weird after a while if you weren't engaging in yeah. some experiences right. that yeah. were different. Like does that, does your upbringing play a role in that for you? I think it might. Um, Cause for sure I grew up moving around so much and always being the new person and I don't I don't know if my parents did it on purpose but I also don't recall ever having these these long times in my period of time where everybody around me was like me right like it seems like right. we always lived in an area of town that was diverse mm-hmm. I always went to schools that were diverse so I was very aware that like you know, and I feel like the way that it was presented to me by my parents was, well, they do th- they do it like this, or they believe this, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I never heard, like, a lot of, like, judgment or, like, that's weird or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or they eat that and that's nasty or they do that, you know, kind of thing. It mm-hmm. was just kind of like di- there were different people around. And... um now I'm finding out like there's a I, c- I couldn't imagine my life if it was just so closed off. Yeah. That I was just with people that were like me all the time. Yeah. So there's all their experiences and, and the things that they've learned that I don't know that I'm not going to learn because I haven't had their experience. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wisdom that you get mm-hmm. from that and a lot of different perspectives and um, things like that. I couldn't imagine like any other way. Yeah. I don't know how to relate to somebody that's like lived in the neighborhood their whole life. Yeah. And like never really ventured very Mm -hmm. far from that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's been the same experience for me of like having moved different places and almost like constantly getting dropped off in a place where like you're the new person there. Mm -hmm. You're trying to figure out all that. But in addition to that, you're getting dropped off in a place that's very diverse. Mm -hmm. Right. I think between both my parents being in the military and then my mom being a nurse, like I remember going to school in like the sixth grade, I was in Maryland. So there was like a larger Jewish population there. So we learned like different Jewish songs that they might have sung at mm-hmm. like different celebrations or that might have been taught to children. Like we learned like the dreidel song and all of us <laughs> like sing it together. Like I could still sing it like dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it. I made it all of clay. You know, <laughs> like... We were learning those songs and like some of the kids in our class that were Jewish, like brought their dreidel and showed us that, Aww. you know, and like, I remember there was one um, girl in my class. We had one time where like you could present something about your culture and then you made like a dish or something. And she made this amazing dessert from South Africa. She was from South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I think back about that as a child and think like, there must be something that is now in me that likes to drop myself off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in these situations yeah. where I'm like, Oh, 
hmm, I don't know about that, but I'd love to go here. My kids, uh, the elementary school has uh, international night. It is my favorite night of the whole school. Like, I have to try to calm myself down the whole day <laughs> because it's international night. Yes. And then, like, of course, my big kids are, like, rolling their eyes. Like, they think it's dumb. They just want to disappear with their friends. And Brent's like, oh, my God, it's so many people. I don't right. know what to do. Right. But basically, they take every hallway is a continent. Wow. Because the school, the body of students um, in the county that I live is like the most diverse county in Georgia. Wow. So they're like from ev- every continent is covered with yeah. somebody from that continent is at this school. So every every hallway is a continent. And so they, um, the families uh, set up a table. Each family has a table. So sometimes they have like... It's all food. Like, this is dinner. Yeah, yeah. And it is, like, the best food of your life. Oh, man. Because where else can you go where you're going down this one hallway and you're eating, like, none? Then you go down this other hallway and you get pad thai. And then you go down this other hallway and you're eating, like, this... What was it? Uh... <laughs> Um, the UK, they had the weirdest, like I, that was the one table that I was like, I don't know if I can eat that. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was something weird though. And I was like, "Mm." yeah, it's, it's almost (laughs) oddly like some of the traditional, like British food or European food is where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know guys. So then they, like, they'll have like a doll, like dolls or musical instruments, or like they'll do like a trifold board of pictures and just education about their language or their region or yeah. whatever. And it's just so meaningful. Yeah. And so then you like, you are stuffed. Oh my God. It is the best uh. food of your life. Yeah. You, I will keep going even when I don't have children in the elementary school. <laughs> I'm marking my calendar. Yes. I will be there because then you go into the cafeteria and they have um, performances. Wow. So there might be like some kids doing some Bollywood dancing. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite. And then this last year, they had a teacher um, teaching the kids the Bollywood dance. So, like, my kids could get up, like, all the kids from the audience could could cut up there and learn a dance. Or they have, like, these Dutch women that come and do these uh, dances in special shoes and um, just all kinds of, like, a a singing group and some African drummers. And it is just, like, so rich. Oh, I love that. It's amazing. I love all of it. Like, I'm so here for it that it's annoying to my entire family. (laughs) They're like, can you just go? Can you go? And we'll stay here. I'm like, everybody, everybody needs to go. Like, you will go and you will see the world. You will experience, you will be a global citizen. (laughs) Please. I mean, I never thought about it until we've been talking about it that, like, how, like, how, like, that thing in our upbringing, like, keeps coming back to you because mm-hmm. you are like I love to be in that situation because mm-hmm. I learned a lot and like yeah. the friends I had so mm-hmm. like I'm always thinking about that and like and wanting to get there and find out like how do I honor you know the culture here yeah you know like I'm I'm this is a, a bit of a trite example but I'm terrible at the chopsticks you know mm-hmm. but we have um, a what is it I think it's called like a grub collective where we're eventually listeners there is a sushi donut that Missy and I are going to try and and add into one of these episodes. But it's like this food hall where there are all these different restaurants and um, a couple of the restaurants in there are, I think, I think there's some Japanese cuisine and Vietnamese cuisine. 
and um, and Chinese cuisine. And so some of that obviously is going to require chopsticks, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm terrible at using them. Like my wrist be hurt. <laughs> I don't know if I'm using them correctly. I'm man, but I'm like I'm. I will at least try until my hand starts cramping, <laughs> and then I might need a fork. But I'm like I'm gonna try because that's what you handed me, right. and yeah. that's how mm-hmm. that's how this would traditionally be eaten, and it's worthy of me like doing my best mm-hmm. to like honor how you served it to me, you know. So I do think that those are just great and and beautiful lessons to have. You know, I had an interesting cultural experience um, last week. So I went up to uh, the family reunion for my mom's side of the family. And one of her relatives is married to a Chinese woman who brought her family with her. Um, and apparently the day before, my dad had cooked them hot dogs for the first time. Wow. And he said they didn't, like, they were like, peeling the skin off like they didn't understand like what what how does this go in my mouth what do i do with it so i think that they had in turn prepared hot dogs for us oh so have you ever had a chinese pancake yes yes so they took those oh this sounds like it's going in the right direction and they made it like a burrito okay and it was a hot dog cut down the middle okay and steamed cabbage wow inside a chinese pancake that sounds amazing. Was I it amazing? I thought it was really cool. It was like, oh, wow, I love this it. is like you you have ascertained from this week that these people really like these things, these hot dogs. And then you made it for them in your own way. Like yeah. I just thought it was like it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the, my like foodie loves is just like how all of those things matriculate, how we like mm-hmm. get a chance to taste all these different things. I'm mm-hmm. just, mm-mm. I'm here for all of it. Mm-hmm. Here for all of it, listeners. So what are we trying to tell you? We're trying to tell you. Go try something new. Yeah. Donut be boring. Donut be boring, yo. That's right. Okay, we know what time it is now. It's time for Someone Needs a Donut. Someone Needs a Donut. 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 Okay, so my someone needs a donut goes to this. I'm sure she was lovely. I didn't. I didn't get to know her, but it was a mishap at a concert. And if I could have given this woman a donut, it might have helped her night. So I went to see a jazz artist with a friend of mine. And you know, I don't like to go outside. So it was a really good friend of mine, and she had just had her second baby. So it was like our first time getting to go out. She had her second baby, so I'm like, this is important. You know, I need to go out, even though we had lawn seats. And, you know, I was nervous about getting eaten up by all the mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. You know, I was nervous about a lot of things, but we survived. I had my cold water. I had my ice packs for my heat rash. (laughs) That has been a thing with no underwear. Okay. You do have to keep in mind that your lady bits are not guarded. (laughs) Mm. From mosquitoes, oh, from mosquitoes. And ants. Oof. that just like scared me. Do you mm-hmm. understand? Oh my! It gosh. hasn't. It, but it hasn't. Like it hasn't. Like I have not been bit on my bottom. Okay, that hasn't happened. Okay, you just have to be aware mm-hmm. that there's yeah. an openness mm-hmm. now that's yeah. different. Okay, well, <laughs> so we're at this thing to see this jazz artist, and there were two opening acts. So the first opening act is this woman, and it's just her singing with her um, piano player. But it was really windy that day. So his sheet music keeps getting like blown all over. I mean, it was just, you know, she was having a bad day. And her voice was not going great either. 
So she sung about five songs and we were, most people were kind of just like talking and trying to like survive her making it through this. So she gets to the fifth song and she's like, how about one more? 80% of the audience. And I will add, these were (laughs) old black uncles and old black aunties. 80% of the crowd went, no, no, thank you. No. No. And it wasn't like, they booed her. It wasn't even like a mean. They were polite no, about it. That's they worse. Were, they were like, no, I already had some. No, thank you. That was like the tone of everyone. And because I'm ignorant, I found this exchange really hilarious. <laughs> I just found it hilarious that when she said, how about one more? They were like, oh, no, no more coffee for me. Thank you. Thank you. Some No. <laughs> No, I've had enough water. Thank you. That was like the tone. And I wanted to give her a donut. She deserves a donut for having survived that. Bless her heart. But it just made me want to enter other situations and try that method that they used, you know, and just to be like, no, no, thank you. So that's why someone needs a donut. Like I, you get pulled over. He's trying to give you a ticket and you're like, no, no I won't be you. having one of those today. No. Thank you. Or like okay, when bye. you park in Atlanta and here comes like the person looking to see if you have paid for your parking and mm-hmm. maybe you're 10 minutes late right there mm-hmm. and they want to write that ticket right there. No, no, no. no thank Mm-mm. you. I, I already had a ticket last month. Thank you. <laughs> I've had enough of those. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have an actual cupcake award. Cupcake award. Cupcake award. Cupcake award. Tell us more about this cupcake award. Cupcake award. It was also a little bit of a cultural experience. Okay. It was all bundled together. Okay. Um, Passion City Church here in Atlanta mm-hmm. is a really, really, really big church. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They do a thing called the Grove. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that is like monthly gatherings of women. Mm-hmm. It's free to go to, and it is a big deal. Whoa! I had no idea. Like it starts, like doors open at like six, six mm-hmm. thirty. It starts at seven. People start lining up at like four. Lord. Yeah, which my friend did. I did not. Okay. I definitely climbed over a barricade to get in the front of the line. Mm -hmm. No one said anything because it was a church event. That's right. And what we're not going to do is fight about those types of things and boo at church events. We're not going to do either of those things. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. I learned a valuable lesson. You can cut in front of people at church. You can totally do that. They will do nothing. They will feel feel away, but Mm -hmm. they will be very unlikely to say anything. Because what are they going to say? Like, you're cutting in line. So I can get to God. You're cutting in line for me. They're not going to fight on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it was like amazing. They had, um, I guess, some florist set up all these little stations in the lobby where you could go make yourself a bouquet of flowers. Oh. I heard that you were only supposed to pick two. Two flowers. So I got three. Which is not a bouquet. That's a, no. it's a duo. Well, it was like a it's little, like, a... like, they had greenery that goes with it. Oh, so they had, like, greenery and baby scraps. you mm-hmm. could pair with it. And but then, two like, flowers. some tissue paper. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, fancy flowers. They were ranunculus. Oh. Ranunculus, I think, come from Holland, but I could be Ooh, wrong about ranunculus. that. I don't know yeah, what she's talking about. I wanted about, ranunculus mm-hmm. in my... Um, 
bouquet when I got married, mm-hmm. but they were too expensive. So uh, I made my own bouquet out of silk ranunculus. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, they were like really nice flowers. They, these were not carnations. Yeah. There were some carnations, uh-huh. which interestingly, the younger girls picked. <laughs> oh, fascinating. <laughs> we, the, us older ladies were like, I'm not getting it. You're giving me two free flowers. I will not get a carnation. <laughs> So it was just really interesting to see like the bouquets that people made for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then there was like, they gave you tissue paper and this tape that they had printed something like flourish where you're planted or something, whatever the theme was of the night. And then there was like a big concert. I think the guy might've been famous, but I don't, I'm not real good with famous people unless Mm -hmm. they're like really famous. Right, right, right. So I don't know, but everybody seemed to know his songs Mm -hmm. and he was good, but I don't know who he was. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lady preached and then, so it was like a big concert and a lady preached and then it was time to go home. And I had, because I had gotten there later, I had to park like far away and take a shuttle in. Mm-hmm. So then I had to line up and wait for the shuttle, um, to pick me up. So now I'm like sitting on the shuttle with all these ladies mm-hmm. and there's these two chicks sitting next to me on the shuttle and they're like just having casual conversation. I look down at the one chick sitting directly next to me at her phone, and she was looking at Kama Sutra. <laughs> After well, leaving a church event and having this like casual conversation with her friend next to her, and she's like scrolling through sex positions. Well, maybe she was trying to flourish where she's planted. <laughs> you know? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> You know what? She is out here. She is being herself and handling mm-hmm. her business mm-hmm. and her faith all at the same time. Yep. She's like, like, I just got to do I a quick study. Like, I want to shake you know? your hand. I don't know what you're about to go home and do. Mm-hmm. That one looks good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 this deserves a cupcake award. I admire the bravery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, I also admire the, you know, let me just brush up on this. Yeah. You know, before I go home, let me brush up on this. So I mean, I it was like sitting look. in her, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't have to do it. I just like, wow. Glanced. And it, <laughs> there was no, no shame, no hiding it. No, nothing. Just. Wow. I can't imagine sitting that close to a girlfriend and seeing that and not being like, what are you looking at? Girl, Tell me about what this. What you about to do yeah. when you go to the house? Yeah. Like, what's no, up? No, they were having like casual conversation about yesterday at work and blah, 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 blah. Wow. Kama mm-hmm. Sutra lady, you deserve that cupcake yeah. award. Mm. And some chocolate covered strawberries I for what you're about to do. Well, well, everyone, we already told you don't be boring. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to experience new things. And follow the lead of the people whose culture the experience is yeah. that you're having, right? I mean, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, you know, brush up on things. <laughs> <laughs> In public places. In public places. <laughs> As you feel the need. Don't be afraid to do you that. You know what? Life is hard. When else are you going to have time? That's right. You never know when you're gonna need She's that. It's a busy woman. Sutra knowledge. Mm-hmm. You gotta really get in. Evidently, there. it's an ebook. Wow. Need to look into that. Who even? Maybe it was knew? an app. I don't know what it was. Wow. Hmm. I bet it's an app. Other things for us to investigate. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see y'all next time. Here. 
for the Donuts podcast is produced by DJ Obdiggy in Orange Fuzz Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. 